Hi friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How is everybody doing today? Happy Thursday, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever day or time that you're listening. So happy to be back on the mic with you guys. I wanted to do a little solo episode today. I feel like it's been a really long time, I think almost a year that I haven't done a solo episode and I feel like since it's been about a year since I've graduated from law school, I think we're due for a little chat about how I've been and how far I've come and where I'm at at this point in my life and in my career because so much has changed in such a short amount of time and I feel like I have come so far and I've really come into my own and I just wanted to share what I have learned in the last year and a few lessons that I had you guys send in about lessons you've learned in your 20s and about being a business owner because if you didn't already know, I decided to pursue my own business and starting my own law firm fresh out of law school. I have been working part-time as a personal injury attorney at a law firm here in Miami as well, but my goal is to fully within the next few months be on my own and have my own law firm and run my own business. And I've been starting to go on other people's podcasts sharing my journey and my story, but I haven't really talked about it much in specific detail, dedicated an episode to it on this podcast, my podcast, so I wanted to do that for you guys and just share the lessons that I've learned in life, in business, and all of that. So I feel like let's get started. So I think the number one thing that I have learned since I graduated from law school is that it's okay to not feel like I know what I'm doing. I thought, and I mean, I think subconsciously we all knew graduating from law school and becoming first years, and I mean, not just graduating from law school, but after the bar exam and once we got licensed, knowing that we were first years, that we were bottom of the barrel, that we did not know much of anything and that we were going to have a really steep learning curve in learning the type of law that we were going to be doing when we entered the workforce and we started our careers and our jobs at a firm. I don't think I really understood just how steep that learning curve would be and that it's okay that I don't know anything and that I don't know everything and I've really had to kind of give myself a reality check and remind myself that it's okay and that it's fine that I don't feel like I'm adding value or, you know, contributing equally to the team because I'm not supposed to yet. I don't have all the tools or the experience to be able to be on the same level as a senior associate or a partner, of course. Like, there's just no way. And something that I've really had to struggle with is just reminding myself that I'm doing the best that I can and I am here to learn and that it's their job to to teach me and to guide me and that it's okay that I've made mistakes and I'm going to keep making mistakes. I just have to learn from them and, you know, keep moving forward and that's okay. And, you know, I think I've had this conversation a lot with so many of my friends, both in my year and years older than me, my bosses, like, you know, I'm, it, it's it's hard to remind myself that, you know, I'm not as, you know, I want to val- be valuable. I want to contribute. I want to hold my weight. I never want to feel like I am the, you know, the weakest link on the team. I want to feel valued and contributing and 
it's really hard when I don't feel that way, but it doesn't mean that I am not valued or, you know, respected or wanted there. And it has been a really big mind fuck. <laughs> like, that, that's the best way to put it. It's been a mind fuck. It's just, I've really had to, I've really struggled with that. And that's not something that I expected or, you know, and I have to just give myself a lot of grace. I've had a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of nights where I've cried to my, to my, by myself to sleep or to my family or to my friends. And some days they have to give me pep talks. Other days I'm giving them the same pep talk they gave me last week. And, you know, it's just, we're all kind of on the same boat and that it's totally okay to not feel like we know what we're doing because we're not supposed to know. And we're the bottom of the bottom and we're the first years for a reason you know, we got to start somewhere. And, you know, the other thing with that is like law school does not prepare you for practice. And I've always known that. I've said that a million times, but it's never been more apparent that it doesn't prepare you for the bar exam or for practice than when you are in practice. And I've only been practicing for about, I don't know, let's see, October, November, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, eight months, you know, it's it's a lot it's it's you know it's been a big adjustment and you know I've learned a really I've learned a lot and I've come a really long way in those eight months and I'm really damn proud of myself for that and I just wish I could give myself a lot more grace than I do in knowing that it's okay that I don't have it figured out and it's okay that I still have to ask questions and that I don't do things as fast as other people because I'm still learning and I'm not supposed to be really great yet. That's why there's a hierarchy and that's why it takes so many years to make it to partner in a firm if that's what you're looking for. You know, it's just that that's part of the process and there's a process for a reason and it's going to be okay. So that's the number one thing I learned since I graduated. And I think the other big thing is that you know, I talk about networking and connections and how important that is and it truly is. But the other part of it, the other side of that is the friendships that you make along the way with people in the same place as you. Like there's something to be said for mentors and people that have done it already and that can guide you and hold the door open for you and hold their hand out. But it's also really important to have people in your circle that are going through it with you at the same time. So I have a lot of friends. Actually, the majority of my friends now are lawyers, which is really funny. Um, And I guess it just, it makes sense because that's just where I've been for the last three years is in law school. So a lot of my friends are attorneys, but even like back here in Miami, now that I'm home, like most of my friends are also attorneys here. It's just funny how that worked out, but we're all first years we're all doing different things. We're all at different firms, different industries, different practice areas, different like job styles. Like some are in big law, some are in small firms, some are midsize, some work more hours than others, some have a different pay structure than others. And it's just really nice to have that variety of experience where we can all come together and commiserate and we all kind of just get it like there's some things that I will never understand about their jobs they will never understand about my job because that's just not where they're at but at the core we're all on the same boat we're all first years just trying to figure it out and make it through the day so we can do it again tomorrow and it's really nice having that support system it you know I never really truly felt that I had it in law school even though we were all going through it together everyone was having 
you know, and even now in practice, everyone has their own experience that shapes their perspective. But I felt like I didn't really have a core friend group. Like I had a couple of really good friends, but everyone was kind of going at it on their own and everyone was really insular. Whereas in practice, that goes away. Like you need your people, like you need help and you want to go to everyone and be like, are you feeling the same way that I'm feeling? And, you know, it's not easy. We're all busy. We all have different work schedules and hours. And, you know, sometimes I will text one friend and I won't hear from them for a week. And it doesn't mean that they didn't want to reach out to me. It's just that they couldn't. And, you know, that's been hard being like, I just need you to answer me. But also knowing like they will answer when they can, or maybe they're just not ready to talk about whatever it is that we're talking about. And just knowing that I have people to go to that get it has been the greatest thing. Because, yeah, I have my family and I have friends that aren't in it. And they're really great for when I want to escape and take my mind off of work or what my business or whatever. But having people that really do understand what I'm going through, it makes all the difference. So if you are you know, coming out of college or coming out of law school or grad school of any kind and you are going into your first year, you know, yes, make mentors and connections and foster them and go to coffee, go to lunch, go to drinks, happy hours, like go to networking events. That is super, super important, but also make friends with the people on your teams and in your company and other people in the same jobs as you and, you know, industries as you. And like your classmates, like even like a lot of my friends here in Miami didn't obviously didn't go to school with me. They went to law schools here in Florida, but they're, you know, friends of friends or coworkers and friends of, you know, coworkers of my friends that I become really close to. And that has been invaluable to me. So that's the other thing I've learned is just really make friends that get, get what you're doing. And then also have your friends that don't get what you're doing so you can take your mind off it and go have a good time. Um, And it's just nice to have a diversity of friend groups as well. I think another really big thing I've learned, which depending on what type of job you're in and the hierarchy and the expectations of your jobs, this may not apply to everyone. But for me, that it's okay and it's necessary to take breaks and take time for yourself. You know, I've always been good about that in law school. I really prioritize myself. I've talked a lot about that and how that actually is what allowed me to pursue the career that I have, knowing that I want to build a business for myself and be in a different industry, you know, an industry that isn't traditional necessarily, traditional law. But just knowing when, you know, like setting boundaries basically, just knowing when it's time to like step away from the computer, take a deep breath, walk away. Because, you know, everyone's always like, it's emergency, urgent, ASAP, need this done now. Nine times out of ten, you can take a deep breath and, like, take a minute and get back to work. And you can ask. Like, it's actually really important to ask, like, when do you need this done by if someone asks you to do something or, you know, gives you an assignment? When do you need this done by getting a deadline So you do not go ahead and kill yourself to do something when in reality it didn't need to be done right then and there. That's something that I've had to learn. You know, I always would get scared when I get told to do something. I would drop everything to pursue that, whatever assignment it was. And then it wouldn't even get reviewed for weeks 
or days or hours and it's like I killed myself for that and I missed lunch or I missed dinner or whatever you know I didn't get to hang out with my friends or didn't get out hang out with my family and just knowing that like it's okay to take a step back and ask like when does this need to be done by and take a minute for yourself has been really really important and you know big law it's a little harder to do that I've had friends who are able to do that and friends who are not able to do that and big law just depends on you know the management and the hierarchy at your firm but that has been something that's been really crucial for me also having a dedicated workspace is really nice and I love it I'm currently at my desk because it's easier when I'm podcasting but also sometimes it's really nice to just get a change of scenery and like go to the living room go to the couch go to a coffee shop work with a friend and change my environment has been really good for me and I know not everyone can do that if they have to be but in chair in an office but for me it has been really really helpful to have that break but I will say I do miss having co-workers I you know I don't want to go into an office all the time but I do miss having people around me like when I was studying for the bar exam I liked that we were all just we were all separate at our own tables but we had people nearby and like we were like seeing and feeding off of each other's energy which was really nice so I do hope one day to have like a co-working space um office that I can you know go down the hall and see friends um that's why I try to go co-work with friends at coffee shops or you know sometimes my mom is co-working with me in the office or my dad's in the living room at his desk um but yeah that has been really nice Going back to the mentorship mentee conversation and having friends at your level, it's also really important to have people that are a year or two below you and even three years below you and be able to mentor them because it has really allowed me to see where I have grown and how far I have come in the mentorship sense. And just it's a great way to reflect on the lessons you've learned and what you could have done differently and how maybe you can't go back and change it in law school but you can do different in practice and having friends who are in law school right now and like the first few years of law school or even three L's that are about to graduate and giving them advice on bar prep and it's just crazy to look back and think like that's what worked for me like I was in their shoes a year ago and now I'm here and that feels really good and being able to provide guidance and friendship and mentorship to them also just does a really good job of allowing you to see how far you've grown in a different way and it's not such an introspective like check in with yourself but just being able to provide value to others and be a member of the community and a member of the profession that's really rewarding and with that being involved in bar associations and going to events and networking and meeting people that way is also really important and a lot of fun and i've gotten involved with a couple bar associations here in miami and you know i I can't always go to anything to everything but when i try to go to something you know i make the most of it while i'm there and i met some really great friends that maybe aren't professional mentors but it's nice to have friends who are a few years older than me or you know 10 15 years older than me in practice and just being able to go out and have a good time with them and just know that they get it, they get where I'm at. And also to see like, that's where I'm gonna be there soon, you know? Like that's that's my future, I can see that for myself and seeing them have partners and children and families and lifestyles that 
I could only have dreamed of. You know, it's it's really cool to it's also like not a reflection, but kind of like see what your future could look like. And it's a check-in, like, is this still what I want? Is this still what I'm looking for? Does this feel good to me? And just always be checking in with yourself. Like that's a big one. Always be checking in with yourself to see like, does this still feel right? Do I still want this? Why am I still working towards this if it doesn't feel right? And reevaluate and check in and see, you know, if this this isn't working, what will make it better? How can I make it better? What can I do to make things easier? Or, you know, is it does it mean moving cities, changing jobs, changing firms, changing industries, whatever it may be? I have a lot of friends in that phase in life, some who have already moved firms in the first year, some who are planning to in the first year, some who plan to stay at their jobs for a significant amount of time. Um, you know, everyone's kind of on their own path and in their own phase of life right now like you know they talk about the postgrad adjustment at 22 23 but no one really talks about it at 25 26 coming out of law school or med school or something like that and i have a lot of friends that are in my shoes and you know we're all just kind of figuring out like you know okay we got through that that big hurdle it only gets more difficult from here on out that's something that they don't tell you like law school is the Law school is only the beginning. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a career that's for life, you know? So if you want it to be, so like constantly be checking in with yourself and seeing like what is working and what isn't and making changes if it's not working. So you get the most value out of your life because we spend, they say on average, a third of our lives sleeping, a third of our lives at work. I would argue and say that we spend more of our lives at work than a third, uh, especially in law, especially nowadays and you know work-life balance is a myth it's it's about priorities so is this still something i want to be doing every single day am i still passionate about it do i still enjoy it am i still getting something out of it do i still want this is really really important and something i have learned just from observing my friends but also myself constantly having that check-in with myself of like what do i want to do differently in business in the next quarter in the next year how do i want to change this how do i want to approach this to make it better to make it work for me um and yeah i'm trying to think of other lessons i've learned but i think those are some really big ones and you know i think i've told you guys this but confidence is a strategy was my mantra while i was studying for the bar exam and the first year in practice imposter syndrome is is a real thing it's a bitch and i don't think it goes away after your first year i think it's always going to be prevalent at some point because it's hard for us to believe that we are deserving of where we are meant to be, but we are 100% deserving because we wouldn't have the opportunity if we weren't deserving of it. So we did something right to allow us to have this opportunity. We deserve to be here. And with that, like, I think, you know, just enjoying where we're at and enjoying the moment and being present in it and then being confident about it. Like, I deserve to be here. So I'm going to do the best I absolutely can. I'm not going to try to be the best above everybody else, but I'm going to be the best version of me right now because I am doing my best and that is enough. And I am confident and I believe in myself that I deserve to be here and I'm going to show up and make it worth it and do my damn best. That is so, so important. You have to be confident and believe in yourself and trust that you, you're meant to be there and you know what you're doing because your clients can sense it if you're not and opposing counsel is going to sense it if you are not confident and they're going to bite your head off and it it's going to get messy if you're not confident. And that's something that I've had to learn actually quite recently. My boss last week told me that 
I'm scared that I'm operating from a place of fear. I'm scared and that they can sense that. And that's why I'm not performing as well as I want to be in court. And it's, yeah, and it's hundred percent true. Like I've, I know I'm operating from a place of fear, but it's also because I don't feel prepared and I don't feel confident, but the only person who's hindering me is me. Because if I didn't have the opportunity, if I didn't have the ability to do it, I wouldn't be there. And I think that's why I've been operating from a place of fear of my own potential, because I know I'm capable of so, so much more. There's actually a good quote on this by Marianne Williamson. It says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. And that's exactly what it is. I think I'm, I've been operating from a place of fear for a while now. And I just, I know that I'm capable of so much. I have so much potential. I have so much to give and so much to offer. And I want to offer it all. But I also need to remind myself that I'm only human and that I'm only 25 and I'm just getting started and I don't need to rush to do it all now. And that it's okay to take my time and to learn and to really come into my own slowly and build it up methodically and slowly and, you know, slow and steady rinse the race. It's not a marathon. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And you know, it's going to be fine. And just to take a deep breath and be present in the moment and enjoy where I'm at right now and all the lessons that I'm going to learn and all the mistakes I'm going to make and all the opportunities I'm going to have and be confident and trust in myself right now and just enjoy the ride. And that is also applying to my relationships and my dating life and friendships and like everything. It's just, it's such a great quote. Like I, you know, I always say like, I want it all, but I know I can't have it all at once. You know, who says I can't have it all at once? I can. It's just priorities, phases of life, certain phases of life. Certain things are going to be at the top of the priority list, which again is why work-life balance is a myth. But, you know, I am capable of having it all. I I have the ability to do so much and I'm going to get there, but I'm not there yet. And that's okay too. And just being more present, enjoying this moment and being confident and trusting that where you're at is where you're meant to be and believing that truly. And then of course, also manifesting what you want for yourself and for your life in the future as well. And just knowing that because you are capable of so much more and you are powerful beyond measure and everything you want that is meant for you will come your way. Just truly believing that and, you know, being open to the possibilities and the opportunities and having that abundant mindset, that confident, abundant, open receiving mindset and allowing what comes your way to come and just you know you never know like there's so much out there in the world and the career that i have now didn't exist five ten years ago so who knows what's gonna happen in another five and ten years and where i'm gonna be and what my life is gonna look like and what your life is gonna look like and just you know really just trusting in the right now and being open to what's to come and yeah having goals and things that you want and be open to receiving them and praying for them and writing them down and speaking them into the universe and then just being open to seeing what comes your way and you're you'll you'll manifest so much more that way i think you know we can have lists and goals and timelines and plans but life works on its own timeline and sometimes you just have to be open and receptive to whatever comes your way and it may not exactly look the way that you wanted it to but that doesn't mean it didn't come true. 
and I can say that about a relationship in my life. I can say that about the career that I have now. And you know, I, I don't know. I can say that about something probably six months from now. And yeah, so I, I think I've learned quite a bit about myself in the last year. And I'm really excited to see where I continue growing and going from here. And it feels really, really good to know that not only am I seeing these changes and having these reflections and, you know, being really proud of them and celebrating them, but people in my life are too. I've seen a couple of friends from college that I haven't seen in like five, six years in the last few days. And they all were like, you seem so much happier, you seem so much more mature, more confident, like, I really like this version of you, like, I'm so happy for you, I'm so proud of you, like, look at everything you've accomplished, like, having them say that's me, who have seen me grow up, they've known me since I was 17 years old, and I was a scared little girl operating from fear, and being really mean and negative, and I was hurting, and I was in so much pain, and then seeing me now, and seeing them notice that and just from in literally two seconds of talking to me again them coming up to me and being like you know just from the little bit that i've talked to you like wow you seem so much more mature like i'm so happy for you that is the greatest thing that has ever happened for me honestly and even friends that i've met now in the last few months in the last year since the bar exam or since law school graduation at the very least you know i talk about them a lot like my my lawyer friends they have really seen me come into my own too and they're really proud of me and supportive of my career and where I'm building my life to go and the direction that I'm going and everything that I'm accomplishing and just they're getting the front row seat to this new version of me and even they're seeing the growth in the few months and that is so much more rewarding to me too and then of course my family and friends noticing it as well but truly like my friends from college like that one hit home like honestly it made me kind of emotional i haven't cried about it yet i'm sure i will at some point but it made me really emotional um and yeah so it's just you know i've come such a long way in a year and i'm really glad that i can share this with you guys and that i can even go back and listen to old episodes or read old blog posts or see old posts on instagram and see this growth and that i can share it with you guys and i hope that i encourage you guys in your growth and that i can be a part of it so please you know, rate and review, but also leave a comment, send me a DM, shoot me an email, and share your greatest reflection growth moment in the last year and celebrate it. I I really encourage you guys to celebrate that because we tend to focus on the problems and the bad, but we don't tend to celebrate the good, even if it's a small win. So I'll leave you with one last analogy and then we will wrap up. Um, I recently have gotten into Formula One and there is a podcast that I like to listen to that they have a TikTok account. So I watch it on TikTok. It's called Fan Behavior Pod. And recently, one of the TikToks that they made talking about it on the podcast was celebrating the P5 finish. And if you don't know anything about Formula One, you, there's 20 drivers and P1 obviously is pole position and like first place and it's one through 20. So the podium is obviously one through three and then fifth place. So you like, what do you mean like fifth place? Like that's not, that, that's not the podium. Obviously you would think that's not good, but actually P5 is a really great thing because you know that if you would have pushed a little bit more, you would have been at the podium. But for whatever reason you are stuck in P5, that is still something to celebrate because you are in the top five 
and you've accomplished a lot and like it's the small wins like if you started in p16 and you got all the way to p5 that's really good if you started in p10 and got to p5 that's really really good like you still pushed and fought your way up there and i'll link the tiktok below she explains it a lot better but basically it's just saying celebrate the small wins like you don't always have to celebrate when you get a p1 two or three you know you can still celebrate p5 that's still really freaking good and you know a little bit more and you could be on the podium a little bit more and you can be p1 or two you know maybe not with max verstappen and <laughs> you know world driver over here, world championship driver but you know what i mean like it's just it means celebrating the small wins like it doesn't always have to be the big wins and i think this year has been a lot more about celebrating the small wins for me since i've graduated from law school i think graduation was the second greatest day of my life passing the bar exam finding out that i passed was the best day of my life so far but i think i'm only getting better from here like you know since september i have come so so far so much more than i thought capable of because i thought that i had grown everything that i needed to to be successful while i was in law school boy was i wrong since september i've come even so much further and it's like i'm just over the line and like a lot of those are p5 finishes they're small wins they're little things you know they're not these monumental p1 or p2 p3 moments like passing or graduation but they're really really good and that, that feels good and just you know finishing a race and knowing that like that was my absolute best personal best and like i finished p5 like that's really good and yeah so just celebrate the small ones more i think that's the biggest lesson is just looking back like don't only celebrate the big ones celebrate the little ones you know sometimes it's enough it's so much as getting up in the morning or you know brushing your hair or going out to coffee with a friend that you haven't seen in a while you know that's a win too because you're rebuilding that connection and you're getting to hang out and celebrate and have a good time and acknowledge like where you've come and you know enjoy that moment and be present with them so yeah that is my life update solo episode how i've been doing for the last year since i graduated from law school slash my first year of practice and we're about eight months into my first year of practice so there's a little bit more to go before i hit that one year mark so i'll do an episode again at that point but i just i hope that these lessons and seeing how far i've come really inspires you to keep working and growing and learning and healing and celebrate the small ones i think that's the biggest lesson of all so yeah thank you guys so much for listening if you liked it please leave a rating and review please subscribe to the show share with a friend tag us as you're listening and yeah let me know what you guys want to see next solo episodes guests topics whatever it may be let me know there's so much more to come on the podcast and i can't wait and and yeah school's out for the summer if you're in school so Congrats on finishing finals and good luck on any exams if you are a law student or you are med school or whatever else, other grad school or finals if you're still in finals, whatever it is, whatever you are working on right now, I wish you all the best and hugs, kisses, abrazos, besos, all the love, all the good luck, all the positive energy and vibes and I will talk to you guys next week.